0: Mic check, mic check. Where the fuck is my check? You're now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. There we go. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into another episode of Do Rags and Boat Shoes. And I'm sorry for the delay. I'm a little bit under the weather, oh, sick as a dog last week. Still kind of sick, uh, I'm suffering from like flu-like symptoms and bronchitis. So, uh, you know, excuse my voice. I know my voice wasn't always as, as, as sexy, but um, hey, you know, I'm just dealing with, uh, like I said, dealing with some bronchitis and and the flu. So, your boy's going through it. But you know the people need the word, they need this, they need this hot fire, they need this game, they need these commandments that I'm kicking out. So we're gonna go ahead and start throwing stuff up on that summer jam screen. So the theme of this episode is basically gonna talk about purpose confusion and what is purpose confusion. But you may be asking yourself, purpose confusion is basically what it sounds like. It's basically, you know, getting a group of people to focus on something, you know, not to focus on the, um, the cause of the problem that's causing the problem. It's actually want you to, you know, focus on something else that could be, you know, a, a minute factor in causing the problem. So... Purpose confusion. So, we'll go ahead and break it down to <clears throat> what's going on with the whole Mizzou issue. If you guys don't know, if you've been sleeping under a rock, um, you know, a lot of the uh, football players, uh, the black football players at the University of Missouri, um, we're 30 of them, we're basically going to walk off um, the program, you know, boycott games and things of that sorts because of the. Uh, the uh, president of the college, you know, he wasn't addressing some issues that was going on on campus. Um, you know, like, you know, a bunch of a bunch of just, you know, racial insensitive stuff going on. There was one instance where um, at a dormitory bathroom, somebody made a swastika and fecal matter. And then uh, they were having cotton balls thrown at him. Just all kind of shit, and he failed to address it. So the players were just like, okay, fuck it. I'm not going to play football. So, you know, everybody... Was uh, you know, there were some folks who wrote these long dissertations talking about how if they didn't play football, they shouldn't have a chance at education, and how they were letting down the university, and they should just stay in and still play the game. Blah blah blah. blah. You know, code word for nigga, you're lucky. You know, that's all that was code for. And then you had, you know, folks. the other end, you know, uh, saluting these these young men for what they were doing, and if you look at it, I mean, they they didn't fall for the okie doke. you know, they could have easily been, you know, could have been a victim of purpose confusion, you know, just like I said before, with Folks telling them that, hey, you know, you guys need to stand united, play the game for the brother next to you, play for the names on the back of the jersey and not the front, you know, amidst this controversy and all this, and they could have been like, okay, like the fucking Clippers or whatever a couple years ago when they were playing um, Golden State. When Donald Sterling was, you know, we all knew that Donald Sterling been one of the worst owners in, you know, uh, professional sports history. But when those tapes leaked about him, you know, shitting on black folks, and then <clears throat> excuse me, the Clippers were thinking of boycotting the game. And then ultimately they caved in and punked out, bitched out, talking about um, they were still going to try to win a title. And the fucked up thing about it, if they would have won the title that season, Donald Sterling would have got a ring. So Donald Sterling still came out on top. Ended up uh, getting the team. Ended up selling a team for like two billion dollars. But that was just a situation of purpose confusion. They were like, "Oh, we're all brothers. Let's just, you know, play for the city of L.A." Blah blah blah. They would have made a better statement if they just would have boycotted the game. And you you gotta hit people in their pockets. And so that's why I salute these young men at the University of Missouri for basically you know walking off the program you know if this president wasn't fired or uh, or forced to resign because i mean if you look at it they would have caused you know the 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 uh, university to lose millions of dollars you know from the ad revenue from the television from you know the ticket holders to boosters to concessions to merchandise so that's what you really have to do you know if you're if you're really You know, if you're battling something that you feel is greater than yourself, you know, you have to figure out a way, you know, to hit them in the pockets. That's the only way that folks will, you know, in this system of capitalism that we live in, that's the only way you're going to gain respect. It's just like the, uh, the bus boycotts, you know, down south during the civil rights movement. Everybody keeps thinking that it was us just marching and, you know, chanting and, you know, Forcing ourselves into these white restaurants and shit like that That's what worked But Actually what worked was You know Boycotting the bus system And then you had so many You know um, You know White folks were losing their jobs left and right You know Bus companies were shutting down And then you had Leaders You know Talking to the president You know Being on his ass about Hey we need these voter rights And everything like that And we want equality And shit like that And And that's what you need, you know, you need to hit somebody in their pockets to, uh, actually show that you're not playing around, you're not fucking around, so that's why I really do salute those young men, and it's, um, the situation is going on right now, which is pretty ironic, just how much they got done, you know, in this short amount of time, and we got people out here, you know, hooting and hollering and protesting and fighting amongst each other and ain't got shit done, I mean, you got attention, but there's nothing that's been... You know, really actually done, you know, so that's the situation where you really have to look at, you know, are people in it really to change, change what's going on, or are they there just to, you know, just to be the face of something and align line your own pockets? That's what you really have to think about, because you look at how fast and swift this Mizzou thing happened and how quick change came about, but there's been movements, a particular movement going on for what, the past year? and some change and um yeah still the same old shit that's happening you know um like i said like i said and like-minded people said before you know we need to start pulling our money together and stop spending our money with certain companies and certain people and things of that sort you know and uh, start hurt- hitting them in their pockets you know because we do live in a system of capitalism. And, you know, one of the most effective things that black folks can do is stop these injustices, it could be a day of just strike. You know, we could take Black Friday, you know, make our own Black Monday or something like that. And, you know, every black person not go to work. Just every single one not go to work. And you know how that would just cripple the economy. You know, hurt these businesses and things of that sort to show solidarity. But people are so afraid to do something bigger than themselves and they shouldn't be that afraid so i mean you know like i said the theme of this show is purpose confusion so you know you if say somebody did come up with a plan like that to you know all black folks boycott their jobs you know call in for that day off or whatever for that monday and you know then you would have people you know tell you no don't do that you gotta take care of your bills and all this other stuff but like i said it's just one day you can't be fired for missing one day of work you know what i'm saying i know a lot of times people are like oh it's at will state you'll be fired for anything but you can you can definitely fight that you know like hey i called in don't bullshit me like that you know what i'm saying and so and then you get people who are trying to fight for this great movement you look at something like uh blm like the black lives Matters movement and you know there's there's bickering inside of it like uh The whole thing is called Black Lives Matter, but you know people are like, hey, you know, trans Black people matter, Uh, Black women matter, Black kids matter, you know, uh, Black men that love the color purple matter, you know, Black women that like to carry orange coolers matter, and shit like that. And you're just like, we're all under that same category. Like, no cop is out here asking you if you got if you like an orange cooler, then killing you. You know they're just seeing a black demon, quote unquote, and then you know they're gonna treat you like you know like you're less of a person. And then you got the folks from All Lives Matter coming in here hooting and hollering, talking about you know black lives don't only really matter, everybody lives matter. We're just focused on the black ones right now. You know that. You know, and again, it's purpose confusion to keep you distracted from attacking a system of white supremacy and attacking this fucked up ass capitalistic society that we live in you know it i know it but people just seem to fall for the okie dokes every time there's something major like this racial happens you know white cops kills a black man or a black woman or you know something of that extent you always see something on cnn or fox or msnbc about the use of the n-word like what the fuck have to do with these cops killing folks you know what i'm saying and then if there's a discussion about about race On uh, television, it always, you know, about these cops killing black folks and locking them up at an alarming rate. It always, you know, breaks down to, well, you guys are killing each other, too. What about black on black crime? What about Chicago and all this other stuff? And then I don't know if you guys know when people make that Chicago argument. I mean, you really can't. You really can't you know trust those those statistics coming out because you know a few months ago back in the summer it was revealed that you know the chicago pd had like this torture building chamber type thing going on torturing folks and then there were some videos that were released online that showed like some drive-by shootings like some white guys doing it and they look like plainclothes cops so and then there was a um, shout out to tarik he had a story up on his melanoination.org talking about all the all these shootings You know, are they gang related or they're done by cops? Because I mean, I remember seeing that video back in the summer and I was just thinking, like, what if, you know, it's like just undercover, dirty ass PDs that's insinuating these quote unquote gang wars and all this stuff going on, you know? And, you know, folks always bring up that, you know, Chicago killings and things like that, so that's when you have to combat it with those those, those type of things, like, well, we already know corrupt, the, the Chicago PD is corrupt, and you have to look at those statistics, where they're coming from, so, that's what I mean about purpose confusion, you see, and then, you know, somebody always takes the bait, and then they get to talking about, you know, black-on-black crime and how we can be better, and then at the end of the show, it's always talking about what black folks can do better and all this other bullshit, which... Excuse me, y'all. I'm sick as a dog still, but which brings me back to um, the Mizzou issue with uh, Stephen A. Smith on First Take. You know this. Oh man, this brother just—I don't know. He, he he hes hes found his his niche. He's found his groove. He's found his bread and butter. He's found was going to get his name, you know, popping on the web and people to tune into his podcast slash radio show. He's. He's he he, he's like a black Fox News guy, you know what I'm saying? Like a, a Fox News guy in blackface. So he's on first take, you know, talking about commending the students and everything that they're doing, which is amazing. You know, I was surprised, you know, with Stephen A, it's always a butt. So it goes back to the butts and he's talking about, you know, what about us? What we need to be doing and all this other stuff. And he's talking respectability politics. And any time a black person says that they're, they're scared, they're scared to change. They, they're scared, you know, they're scared to challenge the system that's in place. You know, they're scared of a revolution, a positive one. And, you know, they're fine with getting those scraps. And so the examples that he was given, he was talking about black on black crime. He was talking about um, and this was just ironic for me. He's talking about folks prostituting themselves on TV, you know, uh, being degrading to themselves on TV. And that's exactly what he's doing. You know, he's he's selling out black folks on TV, you know, just spewing this this rhetoric, this. These these respectability politics, you know. Oh, if you pull up your pants and you, you know, dress in a three piece suit, you know, they won't beat you so hard. You know, you'll die an easy death, a slow death, you know, something peaceful. Whenever people say that, you know, these respectability politics about how you dress and how you act, um, you know, it always reminds me, you know, back in. You know, before, like, during the Civil Rights era and things of that sort, before the 70s, you know, from the 60s on back, folks were dressed like they were always going to church or job interview, and that's how you saw them hanging from trees. You know, you always saw, you know, uh, a lady in a beautiful, you know, Sunday dress or something, you know, with her neck snap hanging from a, a damn tree, so... You know, fuck you, Stephen A. Hey. Like, seriously, you talk this respectability, politics, and all this other bullshit. And just look back then at how people were getting, you know, German Shepherds sicked on them. You know, spraying water hoses. You know, brothers out in the street, sisters out in the street protesting in their best. And they're still catching hell. So, help me out. How is, you know, but when people say, when people start, you know, blaming it on what you're wearing and shit of that extent. You know, it's they're they're scared. Like I said before, they're scared of change. They want you to just be you know, staying in the house, you know, just keep your head down. Don't make too much noise. You know, if you catch hell, it's an isolated incident. You know, not all white people ain't bad. And just, just shit like that. You know, it's just making excuses for the hell that we're catching. And you don't want to challenge it because you found your little niche. You know, you on TV hooting and hollering and being animated and wagging your finger at black folks. while you know, you get this check, this huge check from Disney and ESPN. So Stephen A, you know, he goes off about that and then uh, Skip asks him, you know, uh, give me some examples of, of what you see on TV that's uh, bothering you, you know, that's, uh, you know, so crazy. And then so he basically just talking about he, he pauses and he can't think of anything. He can't think of one incident. So he he cops out and says some of the stuff I can't even say on TV that, I that they even allow them to do on TV. And so that's when you know that somebody's bullshitting if they can't give you an example, you know? And what does reality TV have to do with, you know, black folks catching hell, you know, from a from the system of white supremacy, from the religion of it. Like what 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 does that have to do with it? You know? So according to Stephen A's logic, it's, you know, these folks on these reality shows represents every single black person. And that's my problem right there. You, you know, people are complex. Everybody's a complicated creature. You know, everybody has, you know, so many different layers. And you shouldn't be defining people by what you see on TV for people to do for ratings and things of that sort. You know, nobody's just... Judging all these, you know, these teen moms, you know, who's getting pregnant to be on MTV, you know, I don't go out here looking at teenage white girls like, oh, she's probably trying to get pregnant to get a check from MTV and try to be the next fair. you know, nobody's doing that, but he's telling us that, you know, every black man in America is Stevie J, you know, something of that extent. Or, you know, all black women are acting like the, you know, the the, the girlfriends and jump-offs of basketball players. You know, it's, it's, it's just dumb shit like that. He's just trying to make an excuse to why black folks catch hell. So that's the excuse that he's given. It helps him sleep at night. And But deep down inside, he knows that we're, you know, America's built off a system of white supremacy. You know, every time... You know, you see, you know, folks interject, you know, when uh, somebody's tweeting about uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, somebody that coming in yelling, All Lives Matter. And it's the same as, you know, July 4th, 1776. You know, when our, excuse me, <coughs> when our uh, founding fathers was uh, telling everybody that uh, we hold these truths to be self evident, that all men are created equal while still owning slaves. So that's what All Lives Matter Know, breaks down to me that's pretty much what you're saying you know it's like hey everybody matters you just have to keep you have to be a second-class citizen you know just just be the way that you are and you know and it's and people are challenging it. people are challenging white supremacy and you know it bothers a lot of people and so that's why purpose confusion is so heavy nowadays i mean you see black folks arguing with each other about everything from you know, the color of the sky to, you know, uh, what, you know, what your sign should say at a rally and all this other stuff. And it's just like, you know, let's just start coming together and just, you know, hit America in its pockets. Hit America in its pockets. That's the only that's the only that's the only thing that's going to work. That's the only thing that's going to work It's not going to get you locked up or killed, you know, and that's the only thing is gonna have president obama step forward and you know start speaking the truth instead of just you know giving you you know little pity claps and shit like that you know admiring you know the work that people are doing like hey it's disruptive but it's really not you know hurting the economy you know shit like that so still that's don't fall for purpose confusion that's the key do not fall for purpose confusion you know, I know I talked about Stephen A. Smith, but that's just another troll of you know of you know a tool of purpose confusion. It's the same thing with Raven Symone. I mean, she's on the View, you know, sounding like a white man, you know, a, a, a white conservative. You know, she that's what, but that's that's her lane. She found something that worked. She found something that's gonna give her screen time, and then View checks gonna keep coming on in. You know, folks. Um, started a uh, petition to get her off the air, and uh, ABC/Disney was like, Nigga, please, that ain't shit gonna happen. That's our bread and butter. Y'all gonna keep watching to see what she says, and then y'all gonna tweet about it, and we're gonna have all this crazy engagement, and all these YouTube views, and all these hits on our sites. Which is going to generate more revenue and, you know, add revenue for, uh, you know, pay-per-clicks. So, you guys really have to stop falling for purpose confusion, you know. We really got to start just writing these Negroes off, just writing them off, you know. It's, uh, you know, it's sad, but um, a lot of folks make money that way, you know, throwing their own people under the bus. Um, but like I said before, it's purpose confusion. It, they're purposely trying to keep you confused, and you know, keep you confused until you in that that box six feet deep. All right, so moving on. Please excuse my voice. I'm still, like I said, sick as a damn dog. Face burning, chest burning, feeling like Rick Ross. Some smoking purple flowers is burning my chest. But anyway, we're moving on to uh, selling hope like dope, and uh, who's selling hope like dope? I'm going to have to say America is the justice system. Uh, as everybody knows, um a six-year-old boy was killed by uh cops. Um the six year old autistic boy. Um, you know, he had a they video they said the video shows that the little boy, you know, had his hands in the air, you know, he posed no threats to cops. And uh and so the two cops, a uh, couple of colored gentlemen, uh they were brought to justice. About three days later after the killing. Um, uh, let's see here. Uh, Derek Stafford and Norris Greenhouse are the names. They're charged with second degree murder and attempted second degree murder. Um, so, I mean, it's a situation where, you know, you see how quickly these two uh, colored gentlemen were uh, uh, brought to justice. And, um, you know, it doesn't happen with us so easily, with, with us, meaning black folks. You know, you look at what happened with Tamir Rice. You look at what happened with, um, you know, the Mike Brown situation. You know, people started GoFundmes. You know, uh, for the uh, the the officer Darren Wilson who killed Mike Brown. You know, he sitting somewhere, sitting on he's sitting somewhere lovely. You know, sitting on top of three million dollars, so he retired right away. And uh, you know, black folks don't we don't have that luxury. You know, of uh, bringing somebody to justice that quickly when a white cop or even just a cop, you know, kills our kids. So. So that's a that's America selling hope like dope, you know. Because a lot of times, you know, when we start talking about these uh, racial issues and these racial killings, you know, the uh, the people that like to play devil's advocate they're gonna bring up this issue, and that's when you just bring you right back around to black folks do not have this luxury of bringing cops to justice because of the blue code, you know, and because of how America vilifies us. So shame on you, lady justice, and uh, you know you really showed your hand. You really did show your hand. So so that's the lady justice selling hope like fucking dope to us black folks. All right, moving on to hold this L. My man held this L a while ago, a couple weeks back. Um, he gotta hold it again. Uh, he gotta give it to Matt Barnes. Um, this, I, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with this dude. Uh, he told ESPN.com uh, that, you know, he felt like, uh, and I quote, let me just read you the quote We're Two grown men who should have handled two grown men's business But he wanted to run and tell the cops in the NBA um, That's the quote um, it's, it's, it's Matt Barnes And it's about the whole Derrick Fisher thing Banging his ex-wife and, uh, you know, supposedly, you know, one of uh, Matt's kids text him, you know, was concerned about the situation. Maybe Gary Fisher was in the next room beating that pussy up and the boy didn't like the noises he heard. Who knows what happened? But I don't know. This reminds me of the boondocks whenever they talk about a nigga moment. In a nigga moment, for those who don't know, it's just when a uh, just a situation where it's just too much testosterone between some folks, and they want to do some dumb shit. But sometimes you gotta call the cops on a nigga, you know. Sometimes you do, you know. In that situation, you know, you know, we might have a situation where you know, Matt. I mean, uh, Derek Fisher's head is in a fucking, you know, UPS box getting shit to Phil Jackson and really, like, wondering who did it if he didn't go to the cops. I mean, You know, Matt Barnes is still, you know, harassing folks with his, you know, with his crayon tattoos on the basketball court, you know. So it was a smart move by Derek Fisher, and Derek Fisher was also a head coach of, you know, a story franchise, you know, New York Knicks. You know, so, of course, he would want to let the NBA know and let the, you know the, the the laws No you know this man This black man can't lose a good ass job like that So that's his thinking behind it And You know Matt Barnes you know you just gotta hold that L Eat a dick A bowl of baby dicks And hopefully every opposing arena you go to They just chant D-fish 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 Alright so Matt Barnes hold this L fam Alright and still Staying on the topic of athletes And moving on to uh, You know not all heroes wear capes so, I'm going to put my quarterback on there. Everybody who knows me knows I'm a huge Colts fan. So, I got to put, put my QB on there, Andrew Luck. It's not skill, it's luck. That's always a hashtag I use during games, even though I'm always at work. But uh, it was just revealed that, you know, Andrew Luck is going to miss two to six weeks with a lacerated kidney. So, I, I guess he took a hell of a blow, to tell you the truth. Fucking lacerated kidney, that's crazy. It's crazy. So he's going to be out two to six weeks. That boy is tough. You know, he, he he toughed it out during the rest of the game so we could get that 27 24 win over the undefeated Broncos. And, uh, you know, just shout out to him. And uh, my birthday is next week. So if any of y'all love me, pick me up some cold stuff, you know, or Spurs, go Spurs, go. You know, but still shout out to my man, Andrew Luck. You know, wishing him a speedy recovery. You know, and maybe we'll get a couple of W's. You know, with uh, hassle back in quarterback, you know, like he did. Because I think he went 2-0 when uh, he was playing. But um, still, you know, wishing him a speedy recovery. And uh, hopefully we don't fire Pagano. And then also, also, I got to put my Huskers on there. Have to put them on there for that great, great come-from-behind victory that we got last Saturday. How live was that? I mean, how fucking live was that? over MSU, Michigan State, and Plexico Burris, bum ass, was mad as hell on Twitter about it, and he's the only man that we know to shoot himself in the the leg, in the thigh, or whatever, and go to prison for it, so he has a lot of things to be mad about, so shout out to Plexico, you know, you could hold that L back in the last section, in the last segment, but you know, shout out to my Huskers, I mean, they, them boys got heart. You know, I, I, you know, I I just was blown away that, you know, I was laying up on the couch, you know, sick, doing, sipping that Theraflu, sipping some hot toddies. Then I just came up out my seat, that adrenaline got to pumping and I was almost at 90 percent, boy. And uh, so just shout out to them. I mean, Riley, he coach Riley really needed that W. I mean, I still I still want Bo back, you know, but those boys. they came to play, Tommy did his thing, you know, I mean, Camp, shout out to him, you know, he took some hard hits, and uh, he still was making big plays. Our run game looked damn nice, we was running that ball down their fucking throats, and uh, yeah, just, just shout out to the Huskers, just much love, much love, and so that's what it is, the Huskers and Andrew Luck. Not all heroes wear capes. It was a great weekend for me, you know, for my team. Spurs won also, and it was just dope. Great-ass weekend for me. Even only got Saturdays off, but, you know, I I was glad that I was able to witness that. It was live, so shout-out to the Huskers, though. All right, so I was speaking on back at the Summer Jam screen at the top of the show about Purpose Confusion. So, Confusion, Confucius, So this health over wealth segment because you know without your health you can't sustain and maintain and build your wealth so naturally I got a quote from Confucius and it kind of ties into the theme of the show so it says he who learns but does not think is lost And he who thinks but does not learn is in great danger. So just keep that in mind when you're dealing with fake intellectuals online or even in real life. You know, a lot of people like to throw out multi-syllable words towards you and don't know what the fuck they're talking about and you know um don't trust everything that you read and that you see you know always think critically and always do the research for yourself all right so that's been today's show i know it's been it's a, it's a little bit short only about half hour but you can listen to it on your lunch break and again like i said i'm sick as a dog that's why you didn't get the show last week but you know what i'm feeling a little bit better I had to tough it out for my folks and uh just shout out to all the listeners and uh, much love to y'all and i will catch y'all next week and um Pretty soon I'll start doing some interviews and things like that with people around the city. Um, I'm gonna change my setup, you know, get some extra mics in here and things like that, and maybe bring on uh, some guest co-hosts or two. You know what I'm saying? So much love. Um, enjoy everything that you have in your life right now, and uh, keep thriving and keep striving. One.
1: Too, my nigga. <laughs> When the song come on, I'm spending money, 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 i spendin mm-hmm. like spend money, uh, spending money, spendin money, 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 spending money, spending money, But I'm highly paid so I just live my life That shit you niggas trying to do I guarantee I did it twice They say life's a gamble Hit my joint and roll the dice When you live in this high You can't be afraid of heights Book my flight to Vegas Well, $20,000 stay tonight Another 10 on champagne My money long, I pay the price Tired of niggas saying they in my gangers. dog we ain't alike I'm throwing money When I walk up in this bitch They know it's money Money in my arms, other table full of money, pocket full of joints I roll, dropping ashes on my clothes, Ballin' super hard, smoking till I overdose. Hardly ever sober, bitch. We party till it's over. When the song come on, I'm spending money, spending money, spending money, spending money, spendin' money, spending money, spending money. something I can spend some money too. Money 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 When this song come on, Spend some money too, money too. <laughs> Satan all me talking about I'm ballin' too Get your money up yep, and quit your hatin's. what you oughta do I've been going hard since I was young When I was in my teens I knew when I got older I'd be on So now I do my thing Spending money, popping hella bottles Making niggas mad Going places, rolling J's I lived a life you wish you had Throwing out dollar bills Putting shit on my tab Got a drink full of that OG Got a click full of them OG's Trippy nigga hit the club You know I be fucked up Chasing out model G's trying to get my fucks up niggas handcuffing hoes but them niggas know what's up y'all came to the club together but that hoe going leave what up break got the blue dream everybody rolling up where the lean where the cubs hoe it's time to blow it up tell her owner we ain't leaving we going buy the whole now mug. my dollars to the ceiling and my card ain't got no limit when the song come on i'm spending money spending money Spend some money too. With all them motherfuckers. And we spend more money than all of them niggas. You know what I'm saying? Them niggas who be thinking they hard and they think they motherfucking this, that, uh, Yeah. 30 racks, bitch. You know what I'm saying? On champagne. Motherfucker, keep them sparklers coming. What you doing? And them niggas be over there, they be quiet. You know what I'm saying? So they can't. That's why Juicy's with us, nigga. Because we spend 30 racks in the club.